Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Esthetician on the Edge, the podcast. You ask, here I am in all my glory. Here is my voice for good, for bad. You're stuck with it until I get tired of doing this or you guys like leave a bunch of bad reviews and I get tired of reading them and they're not funny anymore. But here we are together. I wanted to start out today's show with just a tiny little bit of background about me. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole what's your name, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. My voice should give you some indication of the region and the country that I am from. Beyond that, you guys, we're still just going to have a nice, lovely, anonymous relationship. Uh, think, Think of me as like, what is that website you go to for sugar daddies? Ashley something. So I'll be your 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 SD mama and you won't ever really know who I am, but you can come to me with all your problems. I'm like an SD priest. There you go. Except I curse a lot. Yeah, I like that. So back to a little bit about me. I have been in the field of aesthetics since around 2008 because what a great time to go into a new field, you know, you know, it was wonderful. The economy collapsed and I I switched jobs. That's how smart I am. So after a few years in the field, um, doing the same things that you guys do, the lovely facials, the lovely chemical peels, waxing, and might I add, doing all of those things quite poorly because my education sucked, I decided that I wanted to go into teaching aesthetics. So I entered a teacher training program for a little while and then got licensed in that field and then actually went into a classroom. I taught for around six years uh, at a couple of different schools and I loved them all. Honestly, I did. Like Each of them were such a different experience, uh, but all a great experience. I loved, loved, loved my students, most of them. You know, you get a few bad apples, it happens, whatevs, but... For the most part, students were pretty awesome, um, really easy to work with. But after a few years, you start kind of, for me, it was, I did get burnout, no lie. Uh, you, you can only dedicate yourself to something like that that's so intense for a short amount of time. Like, honestly, truly, if your aesthetics teacher is doing what she should be doing or what he should be doing. Uh, It's a lot of work. Like it is so much work to run a classroom or to run a clinic. Like it it takes a lot, guys, a lot. So hug your damn aesthetics teacher. She's standing or he's standing near you if they do a good job. If they don't, we'll we'll talk about them later. So after a little while, I kind of got it in my head that it was time to go back into a room I had been telling the same stories for years and years, and they were great stories, but my God, I even got tired of hearing them. I'm sure my students did too, but I also felt like that I was out of touch. And if you are going to be a good teacher, if you're going, you need, if you're going to, I don't know, emote what being an esthetician is, then you, you have to be relevant, right? And I just feel like that I did not have that anymore. With a little bit of being burnt out and a little bit of wanting some more experience in the classroom, I decided to go back into, um, or I'm sorry, in a spa room, I decided to go back into a room. I will tell you, it did let me know, uh, or rather I should say, it made me remember why I chose to go into a classroom, uh, probably because I enjoy students so much more than I enjoy clients. Gah, I had forgotten. 
clients. I, I was never a clinic instructor because you guys, I'm not a people person. I'm really not a people person. Uh, so I always did the intro classes uh, in every school. Well, in honestly, in two of the schools, I had to do both. But our clinic was so small that it, it really wasn't a problem. But intro was my jam. I I liked having all the new students who, who didn't know jack shit about jack shit. And one of the reasons that the the meme account came about it was not my idea i cannot take any credit for the idea for the account i might have jokingly said you know i should do uh funny stuff on instagram um you know create a bogus account and just let out some of my frustrations but I'd never actually had planned on doing it. It was just me talking. Me and my BFF happened to be at a bar where we spend a lot of time. And she said, you should start a meme account. Like, you should totally do it. You're snarky. You're bitchy. You're funny. People will eat that shit up. And I was like, uh, whatever. No one is going through what I'm going through. She is a much better everything than I am. So my struggles are not her struggles, but she loves to hear my struggles. Uh, so I was like, quit humoring me, you perfect bitch, and just just let me, let me bitch at you. But she kept at me to the point where I was like, fine, I'll figure out how to do these meme things, and we'll, we'll post one or two and see how it goes. Holy shit, you guys loved it. Like... My account is, to me at least, doing really well. Um, tons of followers for me. It's a ton of followers, you know what I mean? Um, but thank you guys so much for following. Thank you for telling your friends about the account. I love every single repost you do. Uh, as long as you, you know, don't try to steal my shit, which some people have tried to do. But for those of you that do it the right way and you repost... And you mentioned me in your stories. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, I love hearing from you guys about what you like. Hell, I like hearing about what you don't like. It doesn't mean I'm going to listen to you. But I do enjoy knowing that eh, you might not want to go in that direction quite so much. You might want to pull back the reins on this. Um, but I, I do appreciate your participation. As I said, I'm not the most engaged on Instagram. If I was being perfectly honest with you, I don't get on there a lot. I tend to post uh, about the same time every day just simply because there's a break in my day where I can do that. Uh, and maybe for a few minutes when I first post, I'll comment on some comments or I'll like some comments I answer some messages, but oh, I'm terrible. But thank you for being patient with me and not getting, you know, your ass out of joint because I didn't reply to your comment instantly or I didn't thank you for posting something. I try, I swear I try, but thank you so, so much. It has been so fun and I love doing it. Okay, so enough about me, enough about us tishing on the edge, the Instagram account. Let's talk a little bit about the lady who brought us together, the lady who has bound us in our pain together, the one, the only, the Pam. The Pam is the question that I probably get asked about the most on Instagram in my messages. Whenever anyone DMs, I am whatever the fucking name is you do, it is always about Pam. When I post those ask me a question things for you guys... I cannot tell you the number of, who's Pam? What's Pam? I even had some lady ask me if Pam was my mother-in-law. You guys, 
my mother-in-law is a Pam. How sad is that? But anyway, I thought I would go over what a Pam is to me. I think most of you, you have a Pam. What am I talking about? Everybody has a Pam in their life. Like, if you are, you know, it does. It honestly does not matter. You could be a, a check person that checks out people at the grocery store, and you've got either a Pam manager or another Pam checker. You could be a, a fucking priest or preacher, and you've got a Pam parishioner. You can be a shut-in, and you better damn believe that one of your caretakers, you have a caretaker Pam. There's a Pam in every aspect of our lives. If you just stop and think about it, and you go by my checklist, you're going to find a Pam. God, you'll find so many Pams. I think currently I have, I don't know, I, I have more than five Pams currently. Uh, and two of them are actually named Pam, which makes me laugh every time they come in, even though I want to cry every time they come in. But I think that there are a few common characteristics, and, and I'll see if you, you guys agree with me here. So a Pam for me, at least every Pam I've dealt with, Pam's a lot. She's, she's a bit of a handful. She's a bit of full of herself, too. Pam, if she's late, she's mad. It doesn't matter. She's mad at you. She's mad that you can't take her. She's mad that you can't take her back and do all the things that she had originally scheduled. If she's early, she is also mad because it's your fault. Like, Pam does not like to wait. If Pam comes 15 minutes early, Pam expects you to take her back 15 minutes early. If for some reason you're busy, oh, I don't know, doing your damn job, and Pam has to wait to her original Pam appointment, she is going to talk about it the entire time she is on your table because she's Pam. And I will say, Pam, now this is going to sound terrible. This is actually going to sound like I'm discriminating against an entire age group. I am not. It is just facts, guys. Just facts. So Pam does have like an age bracket, I find. Uh, she tends to be anywhere from her mid-30s to, like, Metamucil age. You know Metamucil age. It's like, I don't know, 70-ish. And then after that, Pam just don't care. But Pams do tend to fall in that category. And I will tell you, the worst damn Pams, the worst Pams are from, like, 34 to 50, those Pams, those Pams will make you wonder how much jail time you would do if you hit one of them. Pam also is extremely high maintenance. Like, she is high maintenance AF. If you're doing something as simple as a nose wax, Pam is going to make it about her. She is going to make sure that you use the size sticks she wants you to use. She is going to make sure that you ram that stick up as far as she wants it rammed up. And then afterwards, she might even make you come in with like a Q-tip and put some oil on it and give her like some kind of little nostril massage. Pam is a lot. Pam is so much. Pam also complains at every appointment. It could be the most perfect appointment. You could have her back the second she's supposed to be back. You could have her out the second she is supposed to be out. And she will complain about the bed. She will complain about the lighting. She will complain about ambient noise. She will complain about the music. The same music that plays every damn day she has ever been at the spa. Pam will find some reason to complain. You Why? Because she wants something for free. That's how Pam operates. Which is really weird because Pam is a snobby bitch. All Pams I have ever dealt with 
have had their nose in the air just a tiny little bit. I mean, honestly, Pam, she might roll up in like a 97 Cutlass that's missing two hubcaps, but that bitch has got her nose in the air and a Louis Vuitton in the crook of her arm. Pam also, she either never tips or she tips just enough to be insulting. Like she's going to tip you, let's say you do like a hundred, $125 facial on her. Pam is going to tip you a dollar and that dollar is going to be out of quarters and nickels. And it's going to come from the grubby like change holder in her damn cutlass. So I wanted to tell you guys my original Pam story. Pam has been with me since the beginning. Like she was 2008 Pam. Like I met Pam pretty early on in my career as an esthetician. I mean, as I told you guys, I wasn't good. I was awful. I don't know how the hell I kept a job, but um, I, yeah, I got, I could fake it. I could totally fake it. I knew if I was doing something wrong, I knew it, and I would adjust after the wrongness. But um, yeah, no, Pam was a, she was there in the beginning, and it wasn't, she wasn't a Pam because I was screwing up. I'll tell you that. Uh, facials are fine and this that's what my first Pam got she got a facial so it, it wasn't that she was getting a terrible service that made her a Pam it was because she was born to be a Pam let's just face it so my Pam story uh hopefully it won't bore you guys too much oh and if I'm being honest about this I also just like I didn't want to do esthetician on the edge um, I did not come up with Pam I did not start the Pam the 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 Pam craze my receptionist actually did, but I'll, I'll get into that later. You'll, you'll understand. Uh, so my Pam was in her 40s. She was very stylish and frosty. Uh, I smiled as I greeted her. Uh, she did not, however, smile back, which, which happens sometimes. That's fine. I, I left her to undress. Uh, when I came back in, she was not undressed. Instead, she chose to lie on top of the fluffy, fluffy blankets, fully clothed. And the minute that I put her headband on her, she complained that she was cold. Uh, when I suggested that maybe she should get under the fluffy, fluffy blankets, uh, she gave me a look that said, shut the fuck up. So I did. I shut the fuck up. Uh, and, and then I started cleansing. So about a minute into cleanse... She tells me that the steam was too much for her, which happens. It happens for a lot of people. I'm always glad when somebody tells me. not They don't just lay there and die. Um, I moved it away from her. And then she tells me she can't feel it anymore. So I moved it toward her a little bit. Not as much as it was. And she tells me it is too much again. I moved it back. She tells me she can't feel it. So I started turning off ozone. Not enough steam still. So I turned on ozone. Too much steam. Uh, we finally got through cleansing. I finally just turned the steamer off and told her I don't know what was wrong with it. It was malfunctioning that day. Perfectly good steamer, guys. And when I turned the light on to do her analysis, uh, we I put those little goggles. I don't know what you guys use, but we always use like tanning goggles. I found that to be the, the best thing to use. They're pretty dark, actually. But I had put a little pair of the sunnies on her. And the minute I turned the light on, uh, she was like a vampire. Like she literally put her hand up to her forehead. And I could see that she was like squinting behind her sunnies. And she was like, oh my God, it's too bright. So I pulled the lamp up as high as the arm would reach. And she kept like 
the blinking the arm went away but the blinking kept happening so we did a very uh, a painful skin analysis where uh, she she informed me she had this done a million times and I didn't really have to do it so guess what happened I didn't do it <laughs> I turned the light off and took her sunnies off and was like okay all right um when I started in on the next part which was for this facial uh, her exfoliation one step of her exfoliation she told me my hands were cold now I do have cold hands and I, I, I do try to warm them up. But guys, I had just finished her cleansing where she had not stressed about my hands at all. My hands had not been too cold for her then. At this point, it, it kind of became a game at this point. And I stopped being upset about it. I stopped getting in my head and wondering what she was going to complain about up front. I wanted to know just how damn much she was going to complain while she was back there with me. Uh, so at this point, it was just, it was absolutely ludicrous, and I was going to enjoy every second of the madness, and I did, because she did not disappoint. From that moment on, like, my pressure during massage, I give a hella, a hella massage, guys, a hella, hella massage. Uh, it was too light, and then it was too firm, and then it was too repetitive, when I stopped repeating my patterns, uh, she told me that it was too long, which I didn't even, what, what does that even mean? What does that mean? How can a wonderful facial massage be too long? And what the hell does it have to do with repetitiveness? Like, okay, you don't need to do five circles around your eyes. Okay, I'll mix them up. One, two, three, four, five. But what does that mean? Like, it's too long now? I, it was so confusing. And then when I went to put the mask on her, it was too cool. And that does happen. Like, I'll give Pam that one. It does happen. But it just so happens because I knew she was a bitch. I had been heating the mask up inside my cabbie. So I knew that it was not too cool. So what did I do? I told her, oh, hold on just a moment. I'll get it out of the hot towel warmer. It should be nice and toasty. And when I applied it then, she jumped and told me it was too hot. It was literally the same mask that I had just put on her. I had not done anything. I did not have extra mask, guys. Was ridiculous. Um, and then after we finally got the temperature to a point where she could take it, she informed me that the brush I was using was too widespread, that with her small features, it would not cover where it needed to cover. What are you talking about? I'm telling you guys, this, this is why I am like I am. This one woman made me an esthetician on the edge. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, I forgot to tell you. You, I don't know how you guys do it, but we do, like, put their little drape on. We also tell them to take off, you know, your rings and stuff. Because if you're getting a standard European facial, then in that facial is usually time for, like, a hand and arm massage or foot massage. And I wasn't touching anybody's feet at that time, so I was going to do hand and arm massage. Well, she had left on all of her bracelets. And I want to tell you, she had enough bracelets on that... She and Madonna might have swapped before she walked in. There were so many bracelets on this chick's arm. Um, so I thought maybe, you know, I can get her to take it off. Because she wasn't relaxed at this point. She's like basically glaring at me. I'll have her take them off before I get started. And she informed me she didn't want to take them off. So I was trying to figure out what to do 
that wasn't a hand and arm massage because I didn't want to do a foot massage. And, you know, at the time, I didn't know anything about scalp massaging. Pretty stuck. And I thought, well, maybe I can manipulate the mask a little bit. Well, then this trick reaches toward me and jingles, jingle, 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 all of her little bracelets kind of indicating I need to get started with her hand and arm massage. So she wanted me to do a hand and arm massage with all of these bracelets on. What? How? What? No. But So I picked up the, the hand cream, which honestly it was massage cream because we were cheap and that's just what we used. And I got a big schmear. Now, I got a schmear of it, a schmear. She's looking at me, guys. She's looking right at me. She waits until I get the schmear, like the schmear of cream. And I go to put it on her, um, what do you call that? Her wrist uh, up onto her arm. She tells me to stop. She doesn't want that greasy mess on her skin. And can I do a hand and arm massage without anything? I don't know. Can you guys do a hand and arm massage? Like, okay, do you want like an Indian burn? Because that, that, that's what I'm giving you, girl. That, that right there is what I'm giving you. So the last, I say so a lot, don't I? I'm so sorry. Ha <laughs> ha. So you did it again. The last step of the facial was, you know, removal for that, for the mask. So we, God, I did it again. Y'all are going to start calling me out. We used those things because I'm old school. The cotton rounds, I don't know if you guys had to make your cotton rounds in school, but where you take and it's like a palm-sized amount and you tear the cotton off, you dip it down into a bowl of water and then you turn it under itself and it makes these fat cotton rounds. They actually feel really good, but it's just a lot of work when you can just throw a towel on somebody's face. It's, it's much happier. Um, but we were using those at the time. I get it out of my towel warmer and I start the removal process with this really soft cotton. She pops an eye open, looks up at me and says she prefers a towel. We weren't using towels. We were using these cotton. I mean, that was the spa's policy and she had been to the spa before, just not with me. So she knew the policy. She just kept insisting that I, she wanted a towel. I didn't have a towel in the room. The only towel I had was what I was working on. You know, I had my equipment set on. So she wouldn't shut up about it and kept talking about how not clean she felt. I literally took the towel off the counter, dipped it in hot water, and did a towel removal on her. And she finally shut the hell up. And then she would not let me use any finishing products. You know, finishing products like serums and moisturizers and SPF and things like that. The reason, her reasoning is it made her break out. Okay whatever. It took her about 10 minutes to redress. And if you will remember through this very long story, she was not undressed, guys. She was completely dressed. The only thing she'd taken off were her shoes. 10 minutes. I waited on her 10 minutes. And then she complained at the front desk with me up there about every single aspect of her service. Everything. It was like she had taken notes that I couldn't see. And she had her own little checklist. And she was marking them off as she went. Didn't like this. This was cold. This was hot. The bed wasn't warm. Like it was just unending. I, and I was not bothered. I'm not going to lie. It was entertaining to me at this point. And then after all of that. After all of that. She rebooked with me for four weeks out. What the actual fuck? Yeah, yeah. That woman took me on an emotional roller coaster that I don't know that I've been on with any client since. Yeah, so that was a Pam. That was Pam. And everyone remembered Pam. So a couple days later, 
uh, I had a client come in. I said so again, didn't I? Damn. I had a client come in a couple of days later, and I had never had her before, but the receptionist walked back uh, to tell me that the client was there, and she had a look on her face, and I went, oh gosh, what? And she said, girl, she's not a Pam. She's not on Pam level, but she's a little difficult. And we laughed, and it was like from that moment on, when we had a difficult client, that is how we refer to her. We refer to her as a Pam. So until I quit that job, that that's that was like our code. Um, it's a Pam. And we could say it in front of a client and no one would know what the hell we're talking about. They might now if they follow the Instagram. But yeah, that that, my friends, was the creation of a Pam. And I just want to know if, if if you all have heard anything so insane a client so crazy now I will tell you Essie on the Edge 2019 2018 20 hell SC on the Edge anywhere from like honestly 2010 on would have gone to jail over this lady I wouldn't have taken that but I was so new so new to the industry that I didn't my school had not prepared me for a Pam my school had not uh, equipped me with what I needed verbally to tell Pam to go fuck herself. I just took the appointment, took the abuse, and learned a life lesson. Um, I wouldn't do that now. I would I would totally get fired because I'd probably throw her out of the bed. But yeah, so that was my Pam story. Uh, Pam's origin story. If you're a comic book follower, that was uh, my arch nemesis Pam's origin story. Okay, so a few weeks ago, I reached out and I asked a bunch of you to give me your best Pam stories. And oh my gosh, did you deliver? Uh, I read so many funny stories and so many horrifying stories, to be perfectly honest with you. And I don't have time to read them all, so I had some of my friends... Look, we read through some of them and we kind of picked out a couple of stories that re- really spoke to us and I thought that you all would find entertaining. And um, I'm just going to I'm gonna read you some of those wonderful stories so that when you go to work tomorrow or if you're on your way to work now or you're just getting off work, you, you can feel better about your life because this lady, these Pams, these Pams are not in your life. Okay, our first Instagram account that sent the best Pam story is at Holly Emma's. Thanks for the share, Holly. She says, I worked front desk at a salon and spa that did not allow children under the age of 11 unless they had an appointment or were being supervised by an adult that was not receiving a service. A woman had brought her six-year-old in with her for a three- our appointment. Mind you, this was a redo because she decided she didn't like her hair two and a half weeks after having it done. I asked if anyone would be coming to watch her little one while she had her hair done. She said no. Long story short, she took offense to that question and even after I told her we would make an exception for her because she was clearly ready to make a scene, she proceeded to call me a complete fucking wench in front of her six-year-old. She would have been late 30s, early 40s. I told you I'm 27. Hashtag parenting done right. Oh my God, that is such a Pam move. Although if that trick had called me a complete fucking wench this day and age, I I probably would have caught a charge. 
No lie. Okay, so the next one we have is from at Beauty and the Pig's Skin or Pig's... God, I'm terrible at this. Wait, let's do it one more time. At Beauty and the Pigskin. Yeah, I think that's it. Sorry if I got it wrong. I loved your story. Uh, it's super short, but it is... It is such a Pam power move. I had to read it. So she says, I had a potential new client get pissed. I was taking a week off for my wedding honeymoon. Come on, Pam. I mean, honestly, Beauty and the Pigskin, I think you you dodged a bullet with that one. Be glad that you're not going to be able to take that, Pam. Next, we have at Meggie Carr. She actually has two. And okay, so this is Pam behavior, not necessarily a Pam story, but this is too funny not to share. Uh, She says, I had a lady touch my postpartum belly and ask when I was due. Okay, that would have been a fight. And and then the next thing she has, um, same lady the next month told me that working moms are what is wrong with kids these days. What the hell, Pam? Go home. Okay, our last Pam story. Uh, We had so many, I swear. I I hate to cut them off so soon, but I kind of want to save some for uh, other episodes. So if you put in readers, and I probably didn't because I'm only reading like five of them, uh, please know that I will probably use them in the future. They were so damn funny. Okay, but last one. This person wanted to remain anonymous, and I I don't blame them. Uh, Their Instagram account is their actual, like, professional account. Uh, So I would not want to be called out either on a a meme podcast making fun of someone. But she said, had a Pam in for a brow wax. She's a regular, unfortunately. She insists on holding a mirror throughout the appointment and then directs all of my tweezing. Literally, there's a hair there's a hair. Don't get that hair. I'd tell her to go fuck herself, but she's married to the boss's son. Oh my gosh, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. That sucks so much. What was your favorite Pam story? Hopefully you guys were as entertained as I was. Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna post a, what are those things called? Poll? Yeah, I'm gonna put a poll up on the old IG account. Let you guys vote. I want to know who made you laugh, who made you cringe. Uh, so, so please, 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 please participate in the poll. Um, and then next episode, we are going to talk skincare myths. I am positive that I'm probably gonna piss you guys off a little bit, but hey, you know what? You're already pissed off estheticians, so you know what can it possibly hurt? Uh, some of you are so entrenched in these stupid beliefs that you refuse to see reason. So hopefully, I can make you see reason. If not, you know, come for me. It's fine. I can take it. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the very first show. I'm hoping we'll get better. Uh, it's kind of hard. Not gonna lie, this whole editing and bullshit. But it was fun. So hopefully you enjoyed it. I'll try to quit saying so, so much. I think that's my um. You know, as people do um. I'm a so kind of girl. It's crazy. But it does kind of give my brain time to think. Weird. But I'm going to work on that just for you guys. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, I'd love if you guys subscribed. I'd love if you told all of your SD friends to tune in. If you have a question, a comment, if you have a complaint, shoot me a DM. You can even, hopefully I'll have an email up for you by the next episode. I'm just still putting some stuff together. So if you have anything you want to say, just reach out and let me know through the good old esthetician on the edge Instagram account. And I will try to get back to all of you. Thank you guys. See you crazies next time.